This is the Retirement Solution Podcast with financial advisor John Hicks, founder of J. Hagen Capital. I'm Heather Branch here with John talking about the things you can be working on now to better prepare for your financial future. RetirementSolutionRadio.com is where you can go to begin your conversation with John and his team at J. Hagen Capital. We also have links posted in the show notes, so you can just click there. Or again, you can visit us anytime, RetirementSolutionRadio.com. As we hear some wise words from one of America's favorite sons. What if you should be the winner and you are less than $100 away from the retail price of your own showcase? Then what happens? I win them both. That's right. I can't afford it. You can't afford it, all these taxes, huh? Well, do you have do we any... pay tax on this? I beg your pardon? We don't have to pay tax on this, do we? Well, of course you do. Anything that you win on the show is earned income. It's just that much more uh, in the way of income. And if it moves you up into a higher bracket, of course you would pay more. You want to quit? No, no. You want to go ahead? No, I'll continue. All right. Rest in peace to the legendary (laughs) Bob Barker. Bob Barker. Reminding us to spay and neuter our pets and to watch (laughs) out from extra earned income. (laughs) You got to love it. You know, I I obviously never saw that particular episode immediately. I knew whose voice it was. Yeah. Uh, and that's probably because of the Happy Gilmore movie where, where there's <laughs> a very interesting a whole, phrase. <laughs> introduced him to a whole new generation of people. Bob Barker's like, the price is wrong, buddy, <laughs> uh-huh. or whatever. I may wasn't not have said buddy. It wasn't exactly that line, but close enough. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, you know, and I'm sure Drew Carey does a fine job. He yeah. slimmed up and grew hair. Uh, but, but something about Bob Barker was so great. But talk about daytime television. Mm-hmm. How amazing is it that when we went back, that was probably from what, the late 80s, that was maybe? A long time maybe ago, yeah. early early 90s, yeah. mm-hmm. um, Bob Barker was actually giving tax advice, know, or at right? least explaining the tax code right? <laughs> to one of the people. So the guy was about to win. I love that the guy's reaction. I love it. He's like, I can't afford it. <laughs> I mean, right out of the gate. Yeah, so you can you remember, so you, you have all the people in the beginning, but the, then you went down the to the showcase. Showcase, showcase yeah. showdown. And it yeah. was two people, and if they guessed within a hundred bucks, and they won both of the showcases. Without going over. <laughs> That's right. Uh-huh. And so this guy is just like, oh my gosh, what happens? I win them both, and then under his breath says, I can't, I can't afford it. it. Yeah. And Bob Barker's like, what do you mean? You got to be like, oh, because you're going to have all these taxes. See, isn't it amazing that a game show host mm-hmm. was completely aware of how that worked? Yep. And I'm sure behind the scenes over the years, people were just like, hey, it's really awesome to win this refrigerator for a thousand bucks. What do you mean it's going to cost me $280 right. in extra taxes right. because I win this thing? Right. Oh, well, in that case, can I sell it for 280 bucks so I can just pay the tax bill? Right. And it's almost kind of laughable. But guys, that's exactly what I see a lot of people doing every day. They, mm-hmm. they don't know that the things they might be engaged in doing or thinking about mm-hmm. might put them in a higher tax bracket. Mm-hmm. I see it all the time. And let's talk about what I think is probably one of the biggest situations that people, it's not that they don't think about it. Yeah. They don't often know how to calculate it. Okay. And that's if we've done a good job saving and we've saved a lot of our money in our traditional IRAs and tax-deferred 401ks. Okay. Because what happens, Heather, is that we get to this point and we think it's great, awesome, we've got a million dollars in this account, and they're thinking, this is wonderful. As a matter of fact, I don't even know if I need all that money. I like right. having it, but I don't know if I need it. And so they let it grow and grow and grow until one day the government basically says, okay, uh, time's up, guys. Now you're going to have to start pulling a little bit of that money out, a required minimum distribution, we'll call it. Yep. And you're going to have to add that to your income each and every year that you pull that out. It's going to be taxed at ordinary tax rates. Mm-hmm. So when you look at tax rates, Heather, if you look at the ordinary income tax rate, it is actually one of the most oppressive 
of the entire tax code. Really? The only asset that is taxed worse, in my opinion, is interest income. Interest income, by far, is the most oppressive tax in the entire tax code. Hmm. The very next one is ordinary income tax, and that's because there Irony. is no escaping it. Got it. You cannot escape it. Once you have ordinary income, you cannot escape that rate. If you have interest income paid to you from a taxable account, guess what rate that is? The highest ordinary income tax bracket that you're in. Mm -hmm. So it is unfortunately very stinky. So if you're out there going, hold on, honey, we have a lot of certificates of deposit at the bank. And John just said that that's the worst type of income we could have. Mm -hmm. That's exactly right. Mm -hmm. It's absolutely terrible. Bob Barker would be very disappointed that you didn't know that. And you didn't even win a showcase for it. You didn't even win a showcase. Mm. Worst tax rate there is. So the problem with those RMDs is that there is no way to escape them unless you give the money away. Okay. That's basically it. Okay. Heather, the only way that you can escape paying tax, ordinary income taxes on money that comes out of those deferred accounts mm -hmm. is if you give it away. Uh, you can actually do that. It's called a Qualified Retirement Distribution, mm -hmm. or a QRD. Mm -hmm. And if you basically sign over that money to a charity, you have to give it all away, but you wouldn't have to pay any taxes on that. Hmm. So, but that's pretty terrible. If you think about it, not, not terrible to give money away. I think that part's great. If right, you, if right. you have a charitable inclination, right. but I think it's terrible that the only way to avoid one of the highest tax rates we're going to pay in our lifetime is to give the money to someone else. Right. But frankly, I think a lot of people would rather do that than give it to the government. Well, that, <laughs> How crazy is that? Yeah, there's some truth to that. Right. So the thing that we have to understand is, are we accidentally putting ourselves in a position where we're going to pay the highest amount of taxes that we're ever going to have to pay in the future. I see it happen all the time. Hmm. No, there are two ways around this, Heather. Way number one is to gift some of those dollars mm -hmm. and remove those dollars from those traditional accounts. But that means you're still giving the money away. Right. Now, the other thing that I think makes a ton of sense is to actually understand how the tax code operates and to potentially move that money from those tax-deferred accounts into tax-free accounts, Heather. Okay. And the reason why I think that this is a very smart thing to do is if you simply look at the math. Okay. If we know that we're going to be in our current tax bracket for the rest of our life, why not go ahead and pay those lower rates that we're going to pay today mm -hmm. and go ahead and convert that money and put in an account we will never pay taxes on again, never, ever, ever, as long as Congress keeps these laws in place, right? Right. But we will never pay taxes on again. And if we pass away, it transfers to our surviving spouse without any taxes. And of course, if they pull that money out to use because they're going to need it, mm -hmm. they know how many taxes. And let's say that your spouse and you both pass away, it goes to your kids completely tax free. Mm. Now, that is a much better way to look at this, because yeah. instead of being blindsided like this poor guy on the price is right, yeah. where he may not be able to afford to pay the tax bill, <laughs> we could potentially make some changes to not have to pay higher future tax rates. Okay. But Heather, I see people every day like, John, I got a million or I got two million or I got $10 million yeah. in this traditional IRA. I'm like, that's great. You did a good job saving. Yeah. Unfortunately, you're setting yourself up for a ticking tax time bomb. We can fix that, but it's not going to be super easy. It may take a little bit of time, but it can be done. And if we do it correctly, I have seen people save potentially hundreds of thousands of dollars. I'm talking to the tune of $600,000, hmm. $700,000 in tax savings on really what right now is just a million dollar account over the course of their lifetime. Mm -hmm. So it's a big deal. So don't get blindsided, you know, down the road. If you happen to have a good situation, don't get blindsided by the tax man. 
believe me, they hide behind the corners all the time sure. to try to take us out. I know they do. <laughs> Very <laughs> scary when they jump out at you, John. Okay, that is great information for somebody to consume when they have an IRA, a 401k, something that can be done in those manners that you were talking about. But something else that you brought up before in the past is the idea of a business owner, a small business owner, oh, sure. a, a landholder, somebody that has an asset rather than the actual dollar, the numbers on paper. Yeah. And that's their retirement plan. And they might be thinking, well, I'm out of luck then. I guess when I sell this asset, when I sell my business for retirement, I'm just going to have to just fork over all this cash. But you're saying that there are options in that space as well, are there not? There absolutely are. So, I mean, whether you're selling your dental practice yeah. or whether you have a strip mall that you want to, you know, divest of and sell that for retirement income, yeah. or you sold a big old piece of property or whatever, there are all kinds of ways that we can completely defer those taxes due for capital gains. As a matter of fact, if you have any highly appreciated asset, we can actually consider using a deferred sales trust so that you can control when you pay the government, right? Mm -hmm. uh, at one point in time, no matter who we are, we're going to have to pay Uncle Sam something. Right. But wouldn't we rather control it for when we want to? Because one of the things that we've really seen uh, this be very attractive on, especially when you look at a deferred sales trust. Mm -hmm. uh, actually, I'll give an, an actual example. So there was a gentleman who had uh, a good amount of land, and and they were actually in out in Shelby County. Mm -hmm. And there was a group that came in and was going to buy that land from him to maybe put a, a bourbon distillery on there. Okay. And he thought that was kind of great, but he didn't know what he was going to get. He ended up with about $3 million dollars on the sale of that land. Wow. So pretty darn good. Yeah. Money that he didn't think he was going to get. But he figured it out. He's like, man, I, John, I probably only have about $50,000 of cost in that land. So he was looking at a tax bill of a little over uh, $750,000. I know. And, and so that's when it got real. He goes, man, making $3 million is awesome. But man, what is my tax bill going to be? Yeah. And we figured it up, you know, capital gains rate, you know, then he has to pay a little state taxes on that and so forth. He's going to have about a $750,000 tax bill. Wow. And he's like, you've got to be kidding me. Right. I mean, that, that is more tax that I got to pay than the amount of money I've made my whole lifetime. I'm like, oh, well, it's like, <laughs> it's like when you say it like that, yeah. that's, there may Very be some struggling. truth to that. Yeah. That's kind of terrible. He goes, well, what can we do? I'm like, well, what do you want to do? Do you think that you're going to need all $3 million or after the dust had settled, 2.2 million. He goes, mm -hmm. no, I really just wanted to pay me some income so I can do the things I want to do, have a more comfortable retirement. I don't think that I would spend it all at one time. I'm right. like, well, number one, good. Because <laughs> right. if you've never made uh, $3 million in your life, you don't want to blow it all in a couple weekends in Vegas. That's a terrible idea, <laughs> right. Right? right? So he said, okay, what can we do? And we looked at, did it make sense for him to do a deferred sales trust? So Heather, simply, this is where we are allowed by law to use the IRS ruling where we can take those dollars that he would have received from the sale and it goes into a trust for him. Mm -hmm. And that trust can give him income every single year and he only pays the capital gains on the amount of money he takes out. Got he it. was able to basically keep about $720,000 in that account earning money for him that later on he could actually use those earnings to pay Uncle Sam back on that situation. So we did the math on it and it looked like he was going to actually be able to stretch those taxes out for 20 to potentially 30 years and it was going to be in a lower tax bracket in doing that. Wow. So it was one of those things where it may save him several hundred thousand dollars over the long run just by knowing those options. Yeah. So maybe you're out there, you're thinking about selling your business or you got some land or, or you're looking at, hey, how can I avoid taxes on this asset sale? 
go to our website, retirementsolutionradio.com. We'll be able to run the numbers because deferred sales trusts are not right for everyone. But if they are a good fit for you, you could have hundreds of thousands of dollars or millions even still in your pockets and out of Uncle Sam's. Thanks for listening to the Retirement Solution Podcast with John Hicks. Begin the conversation about your savings plan with John and the team at J. Hagen Capital by visiting retirementsolutionradio.com. Be sure to listen to John's radio show, The Retirement Solution, Saturdays at 8 a.m. and Sundays at 9 a.m. on News Radio 840 WHAS. J. Hagen Capital Inc. is not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if J. Hagen Capital Inc. is licensed in your state, please call 502-690-5635. J. Hagen Capital Inc. is not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. It does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Jonathan Hicks. Insurance license number 548962.